the Sunshine Patriot in a Crisis shrinks from the service of their country. Winter is coming, and we know what is coming with it. No matter your current position on the journey, stay a while. This is where you can find the tools and the fire to continue on your path. Hello, welcome to another episode of Winter's Podcast. I'm Odin. This is Tia. And uh, today, well, title of the episode says it all on its own. The world is screwed. You're you're being a little delicate with that. So I'd say we're teetotal kerfucked. Well, I only told you the first two stories. I have two others. Great, because the first two stories were enough to drive me absolutely fucking bonkers. All right, so let's talk about the car swab one first, because the other one kind of plays into some of the other stories. So, all right, so if you don't know who, ah, fuck, I don't even remember his name. Anyhow, uh, he is one of Carl Schwab's people, and, uh, He's got some interesting views on where we're going for the rest of the world. Or for the foreseeable future. You ready for this one? No. And I've already seen it and I'm not ready. (laughs) All right, here we go. And COVID is critical because this is what convinces people to accept, to legitimize total biometric surveillance. If we want to stop this epidemic... We need not just to monitor people, we need to monitor what's happening under their skin. What we have seen so far, it's corporations and governments collecting data about where we go, who we meet, what movies we watch. The next phase is the surveillance going under our skin. Now, before we go any farther, what Yuval is his name is saying is that they want to know not just where you're going but what you're thinking what your patterns are now a study recently came out that said that google knows you better than you know yourself as a matter of fact it can tell you when you use the bathroom based off of your browsing habits okay i get that that's the algorithm but let's see how bad this really gets We now see mass surveillance systems established even in democratic countries, which previously rejected them. And we also see a change in the nature of surveillance. Previously, surveillance was mainly above the skin. Now it's going under the skin. Governments want to know not just where we go or who we meet. Above all, they want to know what is happening under our skin. What's our body temperature? What's our blood pressure? What, what is our medical condition? Now humans are developing even bigger powers than ever before. We are really acquiring divine powers of creation and destruction. We are really upgrading humans into gods. We are acquiring, for instance, the, the power to re-engineer life. Humans are now hackable animals. 
you know, the, the whole idea that humans have, you know, this, they, they have this soul or spirit and they have free will and nobody knows what's happening inside me. So whatever I choose, whether in the election or whether in the supermarket, this is my... Did you catch that part? Mm-hmm. My free will, that's over. I mean, all this story about Jesus rising from the dead and being the son of God, this is fake news. I know that in recent years, we saw populist politicians undermining deliberately the trust that people have in important institutions like universities, like respectable media outlets. These populist politicians told people that, say, scientists are this small elite. This so you're hackable. And... Uh... I feel they sorry can... for anybody who tries to hack me because they're going to have to go through a whole bundle of fuck. <laughs> no. It is. They're, they can influence how you vote, what you buy. For some of us, it's it's a forced hacking where you won't be able to buy food unless you take the mark of the beast. I mean, take the microchip. I mean, take the mark. I mean, take that. You, you, you get the point, right? Wasn't it you that brought it to my attention the first time that they had learned how to actually and, and have actually claimed to have swayed entire elections, but they ended up doing it the wrong way the last time? They have made that claim, yes. Here's a, here's a speaking of hackable creatures, right? Hackable brains. Did you know that they are working on technology that will allow one person to share their memories with anyone who wants to download the program? Isn't there a game about that? Probably. Assassin's Creed. Well, this... <laughs> you this you it works game. like this. You're afraid to go skydiving. You're afraid of fights. Uh, you're severely handicapped. Uh, you know, name whatever ailment, right? Because this is what TV has found, is that if your eyes see it, your brain thinks it's real. So... You can download this memory into your brain and you will have the same cessation in your memory banks of actually doing it. Well, I understand how impressive that is and how it would make learning or, or doing certain things easier. They're just going to hack it for porn. Probably. <laughs> that is where that is where AI technology came from first. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean that is that is why people. This is probably too young for you or too old for you, but that is why VHS won out over Betamax was because VHS decided that they would allow porn to be recorded on their format, and Betamax did not. That I'm, I'm serious. That is why VHS took off and Betamax did not. So why did Blockbuster fail? Because they made you go into a separate room <laughs> to pick out the choice videos. <laughs> Although it does do my heart a lot of good to see all the the blue and yellow flags to say I stand with Blockbuster all over the place. Those are pretty good. It's actually the first time I've debated on actually changing my profile to have a banner so I could say I stand with Blockbuster. 
Well, think yeah. about this though. Think of the training capabilities. You could literally take people and you basically just reset them to factory settings and teach them how to be the perfect killing machine. Well, I don't think they're quite, I think it's experiences now. I don't think it's muscle memory or training, but I'm sure that technology is coming. If you add Neuralink, if you add Neuralink, it is the matrix. Do I need to go get the 2030, the worst timeline video again? No, no, no. For those of you of a newer generation that may not know what the matrix is, which shame on you if you don't, but it's like sword art except fucked up. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Wait, wait, wait. Is sword art newer than the matrix? Oh shit, I don't know. Now I'm going to go look it up. <laughs> Uh, you look up when the Matrix came out. I'll look up when Sword Art came out. Oh, that's easy. 92. Or 90, I think. Hold on. When did the Matrix come out? You know you know that we have members in our audience who are like, you're such idiots. It came out this time. Yeah, well, fuck y'all. We spend more time reading, you know. History. 1999 is when Matrix first came out. All right, so 99, it was July 7 of 2012 when Sword Art first came out. Ah. The American version or the Japanese? Japanese. Ah. So, anyhow, but you did see what he, you did pay attention to what he was saying, right? Yeah. He didn't yeah. say your phones would track you. He didn't say a tattoo would track you. He's talking fucking chips yep. underneath the skin will track you. You know what? It's starting hmm. to getting. It's starting to make me feel like we're just stock animals. Like you know, they they put the chip on the shoulder or something. They got the little beeper machine that can read it and see where it's supposed to be. Fair. I feel like we're Fair. just all livestock. When do we get those nice, you know, yellow earrings that everybody can all have in one ear? What are you talking about? There, are people tattooing their uh, vax pads on their arms. They're also the kind of people that would tattoo. You know, instead of an M, they tattoo a W on each ass cheek so they could spread it and say, wow. That took a second to click. <laughs> no, no, I got it because I, I saw what happened when it was the other way around. I watched that TikTok video. Uh -huh. <laughs> I know what? it says mom and I showed it to her because they tattooed it upside down. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, can't yeah. figure you out because I'm the serial killer. Ah! <laughs> it's really weird that there's two of us here. Anyway, carrying on. I actually, uh, did you see that I quoted you today? I did not. Uh, we were talking about uh, Steelwalker, and he's getting dragged from one side to the other for doing something stupid. It doesn't matter. But I actually got to use the, you know, expecting some of these people to behave is like playing chess with a pigeon. Ah, yes. <laughs> They just hop up on the board, knock over all the pieces of shit on the board, fly away, thinking they won. Fair. So, uh, shall we go? So, do you have anything else you want to say about this crazy dystopian future that we're headed to? It'd be a perfect time. To <laughs> Bring it on. <laughs> Bring it on. That's all I got to say. It's like, I'm so. Oh, 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 this is one of the stories. I was going to cover it later, but I figure since we're here, before we go into the crazy, sad, infuriating ones, 
This one will be infuriating, but for a whole different reason. Ready? I can tell you when the when America is going to die. In the middle of the night with a whimper, not a bang. The exact date. Oh, okay. May twenty third. Oh, for fuck's sake! All right, come on. Let's see what you got in the book. All right. Oh no, it's not the book. Just as of May twenty third, two thousand twenty two, Title forty two, Border Patrol. The the the. They're repealing it. May twenty third. They've made the announcement public. There's all. Wait, wait. They already predict within the first week five hundred thousand. Immigrants will cross into this country in the first week. Half a million people. We're all over the world helping other nations protect their fucking borders, but we can't even protect ours. Well, why are they getting rid of Border Patrol? Like, getting rid of it. No, 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 no. Okay. Title 42, right, was a, uh, a provision that was put in. By the Trump administration. So that because of COVID-19, right? Because of COVID-19, that as soon as you cross the border, they would send you back. Right. Like, immediately. Right? Well, I, no, okay. I, I think you're misunderstanding my where I'm coming from. Technically, by doing this and, and everything else that Biden administration has done to tie Border Patrol's hands, you might as well have just gotten rid of it. They're going to sit there and look like the police in Demolition Man. Oh, it's even better. They already have reports of people who are who have crossed the border down into Mexico and Mexico City and inform them that when you get to the border, automatically claim asylum. 500,000 people claiming asylum means the, the asylum court case timeline right now is four to six years. Oh, yeah, Add yeah. half a million people 50. in a week. <laughs> The next 50 years, you'll be dead by the time you finally become a citizen. Not even become a citizen. Just get your amnesty hearing. They're telling them, just claim so wait. amnesty, and they'll let you in the country while you wait for your hearing if you promise not only that, to come back. And not only that, they're going to give them food stamps. They're going to give them Medicaid. They're going to give them all sorts of benefits. $175,000 a year worth of benefits. Whereas people like me and even people like you won't even get close to that. Nope. Like you of all people should get a decent chunk for being fully, you know, how's the same ago? You're a hundred percent service connected, connected disabled. disabled. Yes. Yeah. People like me who bust our ass and we work anywhere between 50 and 60 hours a week. Well, they're going to lower the wages just so you know. But um, you wanted you wanted to know why the COVID narrative got pushed down in some states and didn't in others. Uh, it got pushed down in Texas. It got pushed down in New Mexico. It got pushed down in California. And it got pushed down in Arizona. Why? Because those are your border states. And if COVID's not a thing, then they can pull up the Title 42. What needs to happen is they need to sit here and they need to go after uh, some rarely used... Uh, Parts of the Constitution, like 
in the Constitution, do you know that it says that a state, if the federal government fails to act, that a state is within its rights in terms of an invasion to use any means necessary to repel the enemy from its forces, from its borders? Yep. Do you know that Tex? Do you know that Texas Governor Abbott did it with Louisiana during the COVID restriction? Did what? Shut down the border from Louisiana into Texas. He shut down the port, oh, border when the, during when COVID. Hurricane. Yeah, no, during COVID. COVID. Just during COVID alone? Yep. That they have the authority, but now we have... Uh, okay, last they had year... authority, there, but now we have precedent. Last year, there was 1.8 million contacts of illegal immigrants on the border. 1.8 million. We're already at a million. And on May 23rd, Half a million people are coming through. We're going to destroy the previous record, which was last year, by the way. At what point does it cease to be insurrection and sedition to defend your own border? Uh, well, if the governors had the cojones to actually stand up to the administration and tell them to go pound sand, they could have already done it. They are within their rights to declare this as an invasion. They are within their rights to say that the government has, the federal government has not lived up to its responsibilities as per the Constitution, and that they have the authority via the Constitution to repel borders. But you know, you they're know not going to. Huh? Yeah, but if, if if any group was to do it at all, it would automatically be considered treason. Not within the scope of the Constitution, it wouldn't. No, I mean, in reality, it wouldn't. But I'm saying you know for a fact that Congress and the White House would declare it treason. At this point, they need a divorce. You either need to sit here and repel borders to save your country, fuck the country, to save your state and your livelihood within your state. You need to be able to repair, to repel borders. The rest of the country doesn't matter at this point. They're going to sit back and watch. There are very few states that sent troops to help Texas. Florida was one of them. South Dakota was one. And there, I think there were two or three others that sent actual troopers to go man the border. I but the rest of the country, fuck them. I made three videos throughout the last week. We actually discussed them. But I wonder how many people besides you realize that that the same point of view that I was trying to get across with friends and family and people that come in your life is also how these states need to start treating everything else. Fair. Eventually you're going to have to, and I know people go, well, that's extreme, chum. Yeah, well, you know what? No, the time desperate for... Desperate times call for the, desperate measures. The time for a national divorce has come. If they're going to let it get destroyed, Mar May 23rd will be the end of America as we know it. If nothing is done. So should we renounce our citizenship, go south of the border, come back and declare amnesty? Only if you want $450,000 of free taxpayer money. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Wait, wait. You <laughs> want to know what's going to drive you crazier? Oh, no. Ready? Okay. 
the Biden administration has developed an app with tax dollars that allows people crossing the border to pre-fill out their forms and sent people to go teach them how to use it. You know, I'm filing for amnesty. They'll have an app for that. So they'll go up to the border and the border patrol agents who've been handcuffed and deballed and neutered can scan the little QR code. They'll get a vaccine and then they'll let them in the States. Oh, wait, the vaccine the is only years. for American citizens. For the last two years, we have shut down our Social Security offices. And people that are either on disability or on Medicare or reaching Medicare age have been forced to go online or make appointments that are seven to eight weeks out if it happens at all. There's been countless applications that have been lost. And we're trying to teach people how to do it online. There's no official group actually doing it, but we're going to teach a bunch of fucking foreigners how to come in and steal our goddamn. This is fucking bullshit. Agreed. I work in this every fucking day. Now, I don't usually talk about what I do for a living, but I work in this every fucking day. Do you know how many times I have sat there and listened to someone cry as they just cannot understand how to do something on a computer because they're 80 freaking years old? And they've never worked with a computer or begged me. It's like, how can I get into any of these? Because I can't understand anything online. Every time I call, it's like a six hour fucking wait. But we got them fucking putting in a goddamn express lane for fucking foreign thieves. They get an app. So they just sit here. They answer a couple of quick questions and they're automatically entered into the system. When they get to the border, bloop, done. They put in an express lane to come on in. And we're taking six to eight weeks if if we're getting it done at all. They're so far fucking behind now that it's absolutely asinine. But we're going to take it. It is sad. And at one point, y'all are going to have to wake up and realize that this government does not care about you. It cares about everyone else but you. So what are you going to do about it? You just going to sit there and take it? And people say that they're do that the Biden administration is doing it for votes. I disagree. They know that if they let people in, right, it is going to turn even moderate Democrats against them because they're going to see how bad things can really get. Food shortages, housing shortages, unemployment, wages going down, all of this. Hold on, let me finish. Right, they're going to do all of this. They're not doing it for votes. It is wildly unpopular. They're doing it for one purpose and one purpose alone. To destroy America at its core. Okay, how long? How long is everybody going to sit here and fucking wait? That's what I want to know. There How is long no... are you going to sit there? I get everybody, and I agree with you. We're talking about the fucking voting. And I've been saying for a good minute, it's like, no. Because if you feed a man, especially people from, uh, if you've ever been outside the country, you would understand this. We have. We've seen what a third world country looks like. We have seen when you do not know where your next meal comes from. You offer these people food, shelter, money, and all they got to do is obey. What do you think they're going to do? They're going to do everything they're told. 
yeah, moderate Democrats and even some liberal Democrats would swing hard right with the rest of us going, hey, something's not right here. But when you're outnumbered. And not outnumbered yet. No, but no, think about it. When you have the people that would actually stand up, we would be outnumbered simply by the fact of, of sheer influx. And then you consider also that they have nothing to lose. And okay. everything to gain. Okay, so are you mad now? You are you are you mad? No, I'm apoplectic. Okay, good. Because the next story is going to get you. My southern accent came out. Can you not tell how angry I am? <laughs> good, because uh, we're going to talk about the we're going to talk about the the five babies that were found killed in Washington D.C. The end of any civilization is often predicated by the fact of how you treat, or by the way you treat your children, and the fact that our nation has decided it is okay to kill children outside of the womb. Oh no, no, no. the ones in Washington D.C. were actual late-term abortions. No, I, I know that part. That's not what I was getting at. The fact that they're legalizing killing children and it's only a matter of time before that keeps going further and further but if you look at it, the roman empire fell for what reason debauchery hedonism and their disregard for the worth of mankind the the dehumanizing of everyone yeah. yes all right so are you ready for the twist in this story go ahead <laughs> five babies found all aborted Right, they found the bodies. The woman that found the bodies just happened to be a pro uh, a a pro life. I'm not going to call her anti-abortion. I'm going to call her pro life because I believe in framing things correctly. Right, pro life advocate. Right, she found the bodies. She reported the bodies. The medical examiner came out and looked at the bodies, all five of them. Uh, wrote they. In her apartment. She reported them because she believed that they were an illegal abortion. So the medical examiner comes out and examines the bodies and finds out, oh, by the way, guess what? They're all legal within Washington, D.C. law. So they're not going to do an autopsy to find out how the children were killed, when they were killed, how they were killed. None of it. However, however, and here's the twist. Ready? They arrested her. For moving, moving. Nope. They arrested her because she blocked somebody from going to an abortion clinic in October of 2020. They arrested her and seven other people. They arrested her. (laughs) This makes me want to murder people. Um, Okay, let me let me understand. Maybe maybe I'm maybe my rage has got my brain all coon. Let me ask you this. Sure. Now in Washington, I know in Maryland it could be up to 28 days after birth. I don't know about Washington D.C., but there's a time period in which they can do a late-term abortion. Um, up until birth in Washington D.C. So they're yep. saying just by eyeballing <laughs> it that these five babies were killed prior to them being birthed. If you really want, I can show you the pictures. I don't. No, no, you don't want me. We will get a ban. I, I, fuck. 
they were all they were all between 30 and 38 weeks old all of them one of them was dissected and cut apart they talk about how each of them died well how does she find them you said they were in her apartment not her in her apartment building not her actual hmm. apartment they believed that it was she believed that it was somebody who was performing an illegal abortions and she was worried about the mother so she kept the bodies so she did she find them in a dumpster did she find them in the building in the building yes oh at the very least you would think that a any law enforcement officer worth the fucking salt would want to know whether or not these abortions were being handled in a non-registered medical facility all right so uh the the pro-life activists and medical professionals uh so he just eyeballed it and said nah it's not murder uh uh said the body shows signs of illegal and gruesome abortion procedures and these activists fear that the bodies will be incinerated before proper autopsies will be conducted. However, the Washington, D.C. medical examiner says they will not be performing autopsies on the bodies of the aborted babies. Uh, they will dispose or incinerate the bodies of these children before a full autopsy will be completed. The abortions do not want, or the abortionists do not want autopsies performed because they'll indicate violation of federal law. DC must preserve these remains. This is what the pro-lifers are claiming. Until there's been a full, fair, and thorough investigation that can be completed. So. A whistleblower reportedly gave the aborted fetal remains to members. Uh, pro-lifer had been discovered with. Now, I okay, she found them, right? She reported them to the police. Do you want to know how the Washington Post reported it? Media reports initially suggested that a pro-lifer had discovered what had been discovered hoarding fetal remains after a tip led DC police to the scene. However, that's not what happened. Uh, What's the matter what happened? It doesn't matter anymore. Anything that matters is an emotional spin that you can put on it. Facts, logic, reason does not matter. Truth does not matter in this world. Which is why I'm perfectly fine with watching it burn. So the DP, DC police have not only said that the babies were aborted legally, but also indicated that the only criminal part of the incident is how the aborted baby bodies were in her house. They don't have any specific law that bans abortions at any point, effectively allowing abortions throughout nine months of pregnancy. We are aware that the Metropolitan uh, Police Department has stated that they do not believe a crime has been committed. The aborted babies are from Washington Surgery Clinic, a live action spokesman said. The clinic declined to comment on the aborted fetal remains. Its website says it performs abortions up to the second trimester. The babies were in packaging <laughs> they were in packaging and transported to Curtis Bay Medical Waste Services, a managed service in Baltimore, Maryland, and did not immediately respond to a request for comment. All right. So then they list the ages of the babies. I won't show you the pictures, but all right. So baby boy number one uh, was examined by Kathy Altman, a retired board certified OBGYN and associate scholar with the Charlotte. I don't even know. All right, was in the third trimester near term and appears to have been dead while he was aborted or was not well preserved since his body had begun to decompose. He appears to be completely normal and was probably aborted using the induction method. 
which is a medication used to induce labor. He looks at the same size as my granddaughter when she was born. That's what the doctor said. Uh, baby noin number one is 30 to 32 weeks. Appears to have been delivered mostly intact without evidence of dismemberment. And as such, it's difficult to say how his life ended. Baby girl number one was in the early third trimester. Right. The baby girl is larger than most of the babies she'd care for in the NICU, likely had a decent chance of survival at this gestational stage and size. She had some bruising of the face and some maceration of the skin, which would be consistent with death prior to the abortion. She appears intact and completely normal except for trauma to the neck, which is where they, you know, they stabbed the baby in the base of the skull with scissors. And the head was decom decompressed before removing the brain. Uh, this is consistent with an intact DNA or DNX. If the baby was alive at the start of this procedure, it would be considered a partial birth abortion and would be illegal. That's probably why they're not going to do the autopsies. The baby was between 28 and 30 weeks, noting evidence of deep lacerations to posterior neck, which presumably correlates to the method of abortion used to end her life. Baby girl number two looks to be in the second trimester. She was dismembered. Her head had been crushed. And they had used suction through the incision in the skull. Uh, baby X. Uh, it's not possible to determine the sex of baby X since this baby is still intact in the amniotic sac. It's difficult to discern the baby's gestational age, says, but the baby is probably in the late second or early third trimester. They speculated the baby X was born alive in the amniotic sac and then left to die. Uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. It doesn't talk about the rest of them, but that's okay. I don't really want to talk about the rest of them either. So, so anyhow... So they don't want to do a they don't want to do an autopsy probably because they understand that those children were partial birth abortions and those are illegal in DC. So apparently you can kill them as long as they stay in the womb but as soon as they get a foot out then it's considered a partial birth abortion which is kind of like Cubans coming to Florida where if they get a foot on the soil they're classified as refugees and they're safe. They can't get sent back. That is the devaluing of human life that our society has come to. I've always stayed quiet on the subject. It's because, like most people, I figured that humans have never, yeah, surely to God, humans have never reached that level of depravity. But I've been proven wrong over the last 10 years. You've been proven wrong throughout history. Yeah, but it's, it, that's not what I mean. It's like, not only do they, not only do they do it, they do it and protect it by law and then they glorify it. It's... So, Asteroid 2022? Well, okay. Here's my belief. 
if you believe, and I'm, this is going to be my unpopular opinion hot take, and frankly, my dear, I don't give a fuck what you think. Not you. Well, you too. <laughs> in the audience. Here, here's what I'm going to say. If, if, if uh, you believe in abortion, you're not American. Period. And if you ask me why, when I sit here and I tell you that you are given three rights, inalienable by your creator, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Without life, none of the other amendments fucking matter. When you tell me, but Odin, you can't be a one-issue voter. Okay, maybe. But this is the one that if you don't have it, then nothing else fucking matters. Nothing else matters. If you believe that the Constitution grants you certain inalienable rights, the, the greatest of which is life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, but you're willing or you're uh, going to sit here and allow the death of a child, if you're willing to allow a baby to be aborted and deny it that life, then fuck you. If you believe that abortion should be legal, you're not American. Stop using the term patriot because you don't believe in liberty. You don't believe in the American values that created this nation. Be honest with it. Say, I like the shit that I get, and I was lucky enough to be born, but fuck everybody else. Hey, that sounds like my my outlook on life. I'm pretty much, me and mine, as long as we're okay, then everybody else can go choke on a bag of Richards. I'm different than you. You, you still have faith in humanity. I have none. I do not have faith in humanity. I, I have some faith in humanity, as in I know they're going to fuck up. I have faith in something else, and it ain't fucking humanity. I'm just saying. Though you have to ask yourself, not, not to get in the whole religious debate side of things, but there are times where I understand why people have a hard time believing Uh, oh, let me let me figure out how to word this. There are times I understand why some of these people have a hard time believing in a God that would do nothing as this goes on. And I understand the theology behind it. I get it. But a lot of these people don't have that kind of faith. They don't have that understanding. And so when they turn around, they look, and they're so used to there not being anything to stop the injustice of the world. So they turn their back on probably one of the few things that could help them. And I'm saying religion in general. Anybody can twist it however you want. Your belief is between you and whatever higher power you hold dearest. But I do get why some people have a hard time with faith. When you turn around and realize that a nation that was built under God, <laughs> right there, is willing to murder children, fuck their own people, and then... Allow thousands, hundreds of thousands of invaders to come in and kill their own people. Because that's what's going to happen. 
Agreed. Now, no, on, no. How do I add? I want to add a picture. Now, here, let, let, let me help you out with, with what you were saying. Christian, if you support abortion, you're not a fucking Christian. You can shut the fuck up. And if you sit here and you're okay with it or you don't think that you should take a stand because it's people's choices, you're not a Christian either. Your fucking faith is watered down, right, to the point where it's ineffective. Saying a prayer when you were eight years old because you thought it would be cool or you got a fucking candy bar does not make you a Christian. Right. If you're not willing to take a stand, the Bible tells you you'd be persecuted. So if you're not being persecuted, you might want to reevaluate your fucking salvation. Also, <laughs> since we're here, <laughs> I don't want this conversation, but let's fucking have it. <laughs> well, I'm I'm sorry. I like okay, I know you and I disagree when it comes to religion, right? And it's not something that we talk about on a regular basis. And I never oh. talk about it on the podcast. Yeah, in terms always... of where I stand. Yeah, but I think I think the reason I want to mention it, the reason I wanted to get your reaction is because you take a stand, you believe and you follow through on it. Now, whether or not I agree 100%, whether or not the people out there agree 100%, I hope that people understand that's what it means to stand, you know, to stand by your conviction, have the strength of your conviction. Yeah, I you personally, can, you, I'm personally you can against... fucking hate me for my beliefs. Well, but it's I, not going to change my beliefs. Like, in my belief, I, I am anti-abortion almost 100% of the time. There's a very small percentile that I am okay with abortion. And it's only in the case of the life of the mother or the life of the child, right? I, I'm, I'm a firm believer in the rule of equivalent exchange, right? The greater good theory, right? I am. And I understand that some people are not. And I get that. I know that we disagree on this. However... Where I differ from you when it comes to abortion mostly is, while I believe that it's it's heinous and I will stand up against it, I vote against it, everything else, I'm, I can't stop somebody from doing it short of physical violence. America was founded on the ability of choice, and choices can be made that are shitty decisions. I don't know if it makes them any less American or not. We'll discuss that probably more later, but... That's my only big difference. Uh, however, I still think it's it's morally reprehensible that anybody they, the sheer amount of abortions that we do in the United States every year, a million, makes us the biggest. Yeah, makes us the biggest. <sighs> we have more blood on our hands as Americans than any Nazi ever did. Okay, I'll go with the Nazi one. I, I thought last time we had this conversation, you brought up communists, so that I had to sit here and walk down memory lane with you. <laughs> we haven't quite killed as many as the communists. Look, but <laughs> look, I may be an old dog, but you can teach me new tricks from time to time. No, I, uh, I just, I wanted to when it comes, picture. you wanted to add what? The bear picture. I was going to do it while you were raging. <laughs> the one that I made. <laughs> oh, <clears throat> it's pointless now. But no, you. I, I don't. I don't expect everyone to agree with me. I don't expect everyone to agree with you when it comes to abortion. But I want people to understand the difference between saying something and actually having the strength of your conviction, the testicular fortitude to stand up for that belief. 
is what is fucking lacking in America right now. Look, if if you want my honest opinion, I'm an abortion abolitionist. I don't believe that it should exist in any form at any time for any reason. I understand natural miscarriages, and I'm not talking about miscarriages and abortions, even though medically they're listed as the same category. Listen to me and listen to me now. Church, you're being fucking lied to. There is so much money in the pro-life movement that they would never abolish it. Your churches have lied to you so that they can keep milking you for money. Welcome to America. Welcome to the new world. If if Christians were serious about what they believed, all of the people who run around claiming they're a Christian, which is still 72% of, the, of America, even though a recent study came out and said only 6% believe in a biblical worldview, right? 72% claim to be Christians. If they honestly believed in the words of their convictions that they could sit here and get it abolished in a month. What would you classify me as, out of curiosity? Because I know I'm not a Christian. Uh, I don't know. More agnostic, I guess? Theist? You believe in a higher power. I believe in a higher power. I even believe in God, but... That would I'm make very... you a theist. Okay, yes, I am a... I am th- well, well, okay, do you, do you believe in Jesus Christ? Yes. Do you believe that he died on the cross and raised, you know... Rose from the grave, died for your sins, that type of thing? I do, but you're not going to like my next statement on that. Go ahead. Fuck it. I didn't want to talk about religion on the podcast <laughs> I, anyhow, so fuck it. Let's do it. I don't care. I, I, I did, though, for because it's a curiosity question for me. You know how my brain gets. I believe in God. I believe in Jesus. I believe that he died, but I believe at some point in history, God took a step back and said, fuck it. Actually, I think man did that more than God did. <laughs> mm, fair enough but you it's i i just think that there was a there was a point in history where god just stood back and said all right let them hang themselves you either will listen or won't that's okay why, so I, that's why i have a feeling that you know and not not to not to sound bad and i know there's a lot of people that follow me that are going to be surprised to hear this but i don't believe that god takes i don't i i have a really hard time believing that god does anything in this world today because if 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 it's the God that I read about in the Old Testament, even in the New, he should have struck this planet down centuries ago. But again, I'm not a person that understands that that loving connection that you all have. I could tell you about my miracles. Okay, you're like a walking exception to the fucking rule. Okay, I don't want to hear it. I could tell you about the time I came face to face with a fucking angel. But that would probably be a different podcast. Well, but, it's funny to me, like as much as I say I'm a theist, I there I'm not atheist, right? I believe in a higher power, and I believe that that you know I believe in God, and I believe that there's a devil and things like that. I've seen too much weird things that could not be explained by science for me not to believe. I get it. Oh no, but trust I, me, trust I think, me. I think I, it's not that I'm anti-God. I'm anti-religion. No, no, me too. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that stance. I hate organized religion. Re- organized religion is man's attempt to shove God in a box. And you can't put God in a box. But that's just me. 
but no, so, so, uh, so many people declare while you're, while you're gathering your thoughts over there and trying to, you know, chow down some ginkgo biloba, old man. Um, <laughs> in case you couldn't feel the middle fingers, um, <laughs> a lot of people think that the whole pro-life stance is, is simply due to religion. I'm like, no, cause there's a lot of atheists that believe in it too. There's a lot of people like me that believe in a moral code where you have a, a moral obligation against this widespread abortion. It's not necessarily seated in our religion. Well, if, it's the same it's the same argument that I have used for decades. If they found a single-soiled organism on Mars or on Venus or somewhere in our solar or somewhere other than fucking Earth, right? Their life. They would consider it life and that it would be the greatest scientific discovery of all time. We are not alone in the universe and we have proof. But use that same logic on a baby when it is in its earliest form and it's a zygote, it's a fetus, it's a it's not classified as life. At what point does it become life? That's a fucking good question. Nobody can actually I, I say at conception, but that's me. Um, I agree with you, and so do and most scientists. But say, and politically just, charged. Uh, politically charged, they could wipe my ass with that. I don't give a goddamn. Here's what bothers me about that, is we talk about every other creature on this planet that would be considered life. It's only humans. And to, to cycle it back to what we were talking about, not only are we doing it to abor- you know, with abortion, we're, we're dehumanizing it and allowing it you know, just completely ignoring our moral obligation we're doing it at our southern border it's the same principle we have a moral obligation not to sound like some kind of nationalist but it it is our job and our duty as citizens of this nation to protect this nation to the best of our ability fair so we're probably not going to get to the last article unless we talk longer but since i'm i think is it the one i think about the mothers and the kid yeah yeah, let's let's knock it out. I can sum that up real quick. All right, but hold on. I I have one more hot take since I already fucking talking about religion and peace, pissing people off, right? All, All right, you go. people who claim about uh, racism and slavery and your due reparations, write your fucking checks to the Uyghurs in China. You entitled motherfuckers. Because let's be honest, there are more slaves alive today than the entire 400 fucking year period of the Atlantic slave trade. At most, there were 12 million slaves over 400 years, of which only 300,000 of them came to the United States. And yet, every swinging motherfucker gets to sit here and claim reparations. Write your goddamn check if you own a pair of fucking Nikes. If you own an iPhone, if you own a smartphone, if you eat fat 
fast fucking food. If you wear fucking clothes that have the microfiber and the nice colors, write a goddamn check for reparations and send it to the weaker Muslims. I'm tired of this bullshit where y'all sit here and go, well, you know, slavery and ma racism, bitch. You don't even live in a fucking country that hates you. Go to the Uyghur Muslims. Go listen to the camps, to the stories of people that escaped, where they are harvesting Uyghur Muslims in China so that rich Muslims from other countries can come get a pure organ for a transplant. Your weave is probably made from people who were shaved in a fucking Uyghur camp. Your <laughs> shoes were made by slaves. Your entertainment probably has it. And if you sit here and think that's going to piss you off, guess what? Disney is one of the greatest fucking proponents of slave labor on the planet. Nike, all of these companies, they went over there. Why did they go over there? Because labor is fucking cheap. Because they could pay a buck and a quarter for a pair of fucking shoes that they could sell these morons for $300. Yeah. So uh, you can take those reparations and write that fucking check over to Uyghurs, or you can pound fucking sand. Because I'm tired of having this fucking conversation with people who think that simply by the color of their skin. I saw, I heard a sound today that sit here and says, how dare you use the sound of the Will Smith slap if you're white? Excuse me? The fuck off. You get to go to a college simply for the color of your skin. You get a job simply for the color of your goddamn skin. I can't say anything. I have words restricted. You do not. So tell me who has fucking privilege now. I want to bounce back to the slavery for a second. All you, uh, so, so I know some of y'all going, well, no, I only do green things. That's why I don't do Nike. Okay. You know, that fucking battery you got in your goddamn car. Your electric car? Yeah, ask how many of the kids actually had to dig up the lithium for that. Oh, yeah. Let's let's talk about green principles. <laughs> let's be on. Oh, ooh, motherfucker. Ready? Ready? <laughs> Why is it? Why Wait. is it? It's a, double ra- it's a double rage episode. Fucking nice. Yeah. Triple, actually. <laughs> we started with abortion. Now we're fucking slavery. And now we're going to fucking go to child labor. Oh, this is. Oh, and green fucking policies. Let's fucking go. Ready? Here we go. You're going to love this one. All you people who say you go, let's go green. Show me your fucking first world privilege. Because apparently green only matters in the first world. Because you ain't got no problem fucking raping the shit. Out of the third world, if they're brown people or Dude, black that part right people, there, that, that that part right there just absolutely staggers and floors me. Like we're such good people, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna help out. You know, I am an ally, and I'm sitting here going, and yet because you had to have your fucking green battery, there are kids of color getting put in some of the most heinous work conditions I've ever seen. Oh, wait. Here's my favorite. Ready? Because this one is a different topic, but it's kind of related. 
the same people that are applauding Disney for taking a stand against Florida keep that same energy when Disney just released its programming for Saudi fucking Arabia. You know, (laughs) you know, the same country that kills homosexuals. Keep that same energy, people. Define irony. We're going to sit here and support. We're going to support Palestine and hate Israel when Israel has the largest gay pride festival in the fucking world. But we're going to hate them and love Palestine, who would like to show you the edge of the building and see if you can fly. I hope you're Dumbo, bitch. We've gone beyond irony at this point. We've gone beyond hypocrisy. What we have reached is the absolute asinine pablum. They're programmed. That's all they are. They're just pre-programmed machines. Now, this will lead into that last story. All right. All right, all right. So let me paint you a picture. There is a lesbian couple. Okay. That decide to get IVF in vitro fertilization. This is not going to be one of those mixed up at birth again, is it? Oh, no. You would think. And when I tell part of the story, you may think it is. So they sit here and they 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 get a they get a, a a baby implanted in them, and they had picked out a girl, which is creepy as fuck to me. But we, that's neither here nor there. They decide to pick out a girl, right? They find out later in the pregnancy after it took that it's a boy. Wait. She does not get an abortion because she believes that there was a mix-up with the eggs and that somebody else is carrying her precious little baby girl. Nope. Just like Jurassic Park, life found a way. So she gave birth to this baby boy. And her reaction is disgust and hatred. She says in the article that she believed that this tiny little miracle of life just happens to be a boy had raped her. (laughs) So her and her partner hate this child simply for being male. Welcome to the new age. I don't know why. I don't know why they're worried. They're they're gonna wait till he turns eight, and they're just gonna chop his dick off and give him. They're gonna make him a girl. And how that's is that not the sad, That's how the is saddest that, me, part of that. all of that. Explain this to me. How is that not child exploitation or child abuse when you're willing to hate this child? And in fact, she makes several statements where she's fine when he's at home, but going out into public with him is a fucking nightmare. And I'm going, how the fuck? Are you considered, when there are people out there that wish they could have a child and be more than willing to adopt that child, more than willing to try and and take care of that child and give them the love that that child needs, do you not realize the most formative years for a child, one in what? Two to five. Two to five? Okay, I was going to give, you know, more like the emotional relationship building between them. Can you imagine how fucked up that kid is going to be when he hits adulthood? No. Do you know what's even worse? That child, as he gets older, will come across the article where his mothers say that they hate him. Mm -hmm. That he raped them. 
that he sit here and you want to talk he, about a trigger. Now talk about we, we you and I. Love he's going to be one of the thirty-five. Yeah, I was gonna say you and I love psychology, and we especially when it comes to like criminal forensic psychology. And when you're looking at it, it's like you know they call that a trigger. He is being primed and set up. We are literally creating a generation of murderers, of rapists, of criminals, violent criminals, simply because we allowed this to happen. Yep. Tell me, tell me that's not. I'm not gonna say it's by design, but tell me that's not exactly what's gonna happen. We've the studied fact it that years. you can, the fact that you can look, look. I don't care about gay people adopting children. I think it's a great thing as long as you're not pushing like I don't I don't go up to my son and go are you straight? You need to be straight. Are you sure you're dressing like a boy? Are you acting like a boy? Are you playing I that is not part of a normal conversation. I don't know. I wanted to have that conversation with you when I saw you in the tutu. <laughs> so So anyhow Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was a bikini and a tutu. Thank you very much. Fair enough. I, like I think it's great too. Like I have no problem. I do not think that you being gay or lesbian means you're going to be any less of a wonderful parent. Right. But my if problem you... is when you start programming that child from an early age, saying, "Well, you have to be gay, or you have to be lesbian, or you have to be trans. Otherwise, I won't love you." That's Look, abuse. I I looked. I did not want kids, but when I looked, you know, and I got excited because it was one of my miracles, right? That I wasn't supposed to have kids and poof, we have a kid, right? So as when I looked into that kid's arms, I felt such a way that I have never felt an instant connection. The fact that they can look at this baby that came out of them and be, I hate this thing. Because it's a boy. Genderism is going to become the new racism. Not only are we going to hate people because of the color of their skin, now we're going to hate them because of their gender. Welcome to being a straight white male. They've hated us for fucking years. Simply because we are supposedly the people in charge. Have you not figured it out? Most of us just want to be left alone. But because y'all fucking had to keep pushing, guess what? Now, we're not going to be fucking left alone, so we're going to start pushing back. Welcome oh. to your new motherfucking nightmare. Now, what's that? What's that? Um, oh, you gave me a quote a while back. The most terrifying man is the man who wanted to be left alone. Yes. And I'm trying to find that real quick because I think that'd be a great way to wrap this up. I'll get it. I have it saved. It it just doesn't cease to amaze me. I cannot wrap my head around the fact that people would hate this child who is completely innocent and completely without you without know without blame. And what I don't understand is she says that he raped her. I'm like, wait, so being born is enough to make you a rapist now? Well, I mean, if, not that I'm fucking surprised anymore. Well, if you're a, a again a a white male, yes. I mean, how many stories have we heard on you know people telling their sexual assault story 
who sit here and and I'm not I'm not bashing those people at all, but they get this appearance that or they get this attitude where every male after that point is dangerous. And you get the racism where it's every white male is dangerous. You know, and gays. Any straight person is dangerous. So they just kind of all add them up. Okay, I have a quote. You ready? Yeah. The most terrifying force of death comes from the hands of men who want to be left alone. They try so hard to mind their own business and provide for themselves and those they love. They resist every impulse to fight back, knowing the forced and permanent change of life that will come from it. They know that the moment they fight back, their lives, if they have lived them, are over. The moment the men who wanted to be left alone are forced to fight, back is a form of suicide they are literally killing off who they used to be this is why when forced to take up violence these men who wanted to be left alone fight with an unholy vengeance against those who murdered their former lives they fight with raw hate and drive that cannot be fathomed by those who are merely play acting at politics and terror true terror will arrive at these people's doors and they will cry, scream and beg for mercy but it will fall upon the deaf ears of the men who just wanted to be left alone and with that, I'm Odin this is Tyr and we'll see you on another episode of Winter's Call Podcast The preceding podcast is brought to you by Heimdall, Keeper of the Bifrost.